everyone. Welcome to episode 72 of Tea in the Treetops podcast. I'm Annie. And I'm Philippa. And this is the official podcast of the Tea in the Treetops book review blog. Today it's Friday, March 20th, 2020. <laughs> Yay! Lots of we're 20s. back. Yeah, plenty of 20s. Um, <laughs> we've had a bit of a hiatus. We weren't planning on a hiatus. We didn't, we didn't mean it. Just, and we didn't realise it went quite as long as it did. No, but we're back for now until at least <laughs> we're, until we get shut in our own homes from coronavirus. Um, so I guess this is the um, the the quarantine edition, maybe of our <laughs> podcast. Um, we hope that all of you are safe and well, and um, you have plenty of books to keep you company. Mm-hmm. Um, we are together today. We're sitting in the same room, but, um, you know, that may change next time if we are forced to quarantine or, or something. That's right. Quarantine without kids. Schools are still open. Yeah. So Thank in Australia, goodness. it's not it's not as bad as in other countries yet. But, yeah, schools are still open. This We're is still the good thing quiet. about being an island. Yeah, <laughs> that, island, is, that is true. An island country. We can yes. shut the borders quite literally. Like, no, no one can come in. But anyway, we've got, um, so we're going to talk about, we're going to catch up on what we've been reading because we have been reading some things over Mm -hmm. Christmas and, you know, I didn't even go back to last year. I probably did read a bit at the end of last year. I don't know. We only looked into what I've been reading this year. Well, that's okay. Mm. We'll just talk about what we've been reading recently um, and watching, obviously, including um, The Witcher. We've been watching The Witcher. Oh, yep. That's probably old news to a lot of people now, but yes. That's okay. We can still talk about it. yeah, let's get into it. Okay. Do you want to tell me what you've been reading then? And since uh, Okay, oh, so I haven't favorite. actually been physically reading, but I have been audiobooking. Yes. It's funny because I'm sure if we went back to a very early episode, I bagged audiobooks. <laughs> I think I bagged <laughs> it quite a bit, that. saying, I can't get into these. I don't understand it. Anyway, okay. now, ironically, all I have been doing is audiobooking because I do it to and from work or as I'm going to sleep um, yep. generally or occasionally when the kids are really pissing me off I put the headphones in while I'm cooking dinner and ignore the, the screaming fights yeah um, so audiobooks of all I've listened to this year um, obviously The Witcher came out I think it was the end of last year beginning of this year yep. at some point in that sort of Christmas New Year haze period yes. um, I watched it all binge watched it loved it and I had a whole lot of audible credits and I had no idea what to spend it on and I wanted to cancel my audible subscription so I had to spend them you can't have (laughs) credits sitting there if you've got an audible account right so I bought the two short story books and the first witcher book and so I listened to them all so we should probably explain how that works. So the, mm. the Witcher series was written like in the 80s or something, I think, or in the early 90s. 90s. I think it's the 90s and 2000s. So I think the actual series is five books. Yeah. And that's and a sequential the... order series. But then he also released two books of short stories. Now, where things get complicated, like they were released later, but what things are complicated is I think the, the first, first season of The Witcher is actually first. based... And then the second, or it might have been come sort out of Destiny the, came out later. Well, the Blood of Elves, the first book of the series, was the first thing he wrote. Oh, really? But I think he had pre ideas of stories and things like that. And then I think after a couple of books, he re he released that. Okay, because he did get some of them published in like maybe his little serially. Or something. In, oh, no, in okay. a magazine. Oh, okay. All right. I don't know. Anyway, it came in out Polish, as a book. In Polish. Yeah. Like it was originally Yeah, so maybe that's what he did. But then it was actually after the first couple of novels were released, they bound them together as a 
short story book, yeah, something okay. like that. In any case, the actual TV show of The Witcher is based on a number of short stories, predominantly from the first short story book, but there is at least one of the storylines in the TV show is from the second book. Yep. Um, so I started with those, and they are really good, those short stories. the first stories. one called again? I've got it. Here's they are not in the same order. The, so, the Last Wish is yeah, the, the first short wish. story collection. And, and then I've The Sword of Destiny too. is the second. So, I mean, the TV show has completely taken them out of order, but they've done a really good job of the way they set it up because it does sequentialise some of the other bits of the story in some ways. Because, yep. um, like, episode one is actually, I think, the second last short story yeah. in the last wish so the interesting thing mm. with the with the tv show is that they they did it a really brilliant but mind-bending kind of way in that they mixed up the entire timeline mm. of the whole story which is a little more sequential in the book but still there's like a narrator that's in between each story did you find that confusing I loved it. in the tv show look i did but when yeah. i realized in episode four or whatever it was yeah, it takes a few five, episodes like, to get into it right whoa that's really cool <laughs> yeah um, and there is a bigger purpose of it and i yeah. i really liked it um they've really fleshed out yennefer as a character yes. because yennefer in both the short story books and in book one so far is virtually she you can see she's important to Geralt but she's not you don't get anything yeah, you from don't her you don't get her, her backstory or history and, yeah. and I think they've they've made that up I think I could be wrong oh, okay maybe it, it comes come up later, later. Yeah. but I have a feeling they've fleshed her out as a character okay um a lot um Siri I, I don't know I never played the games I, I don't know she's been fleshed out a little bit too but She's I think the, the TV show did a really good job of it. This to be Blood of Elves book, right? In she is. She's of one the of the main characters series. in the Blood of yeah, Elves. Okay. But like they've already been, they've, they've met up. So the end of that first season where they meet, the Blood of Elves takes place like a year or two after that. Oh, like, okay, do you know what okay, I mean? Okay. So they've met up. Right. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know how they're going to do the rest of the TV show. I'm yep. assuming it will start from Blood of Elves, but they'll pull some of those extra short stories in as extra bits to yep. flesh it out. Yes. Because to be honest, the Blood of Elves, it wasn't that it was bad, and I'm assuming the series grows on people because people rave about it, yeah. but it was actually quite a weak story, Okay, I thought. Maybe the series gets better as it goes along. <laughs> like if I had picked that up on its own and I hadn't read the short stories first, I probably wouldn't bother continuing. Yeah, okay. The yeah. short stories are stronger. They are stronger and better stories. And there's some really good world building in those short stories. Yeah. 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 So, so if you haven't, if you've been living under a rock and you haven't <laughs> watched The Witcher which, TV series. It caught um, all the flack. There were a lot of people that thought it was really boring, which I think is just bizarre. Uh, I didn't find I, anything boring about no, it. No, they didn't. Maybe they didn't understand the way that the storylines were mixing together or whatever. But, yeah, well, it is, there's a lot like of magic. It. There's a lot of um, cursing. Like, if you're not into that, then it's, don't listen to dark. the swear words. There's a lot of people dying in gruesome ways. But So it's sort of like Game of Thrones level of gore. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's sex scenes, but they're not explicit. It's just like a whatever. Mm. But um, great chemistry between... The, the characters yeah. of all of the characters 
and I I loved like Jaskia was like my favorite which is funny because he's not Jaskia no in the book he's got a different name it's funny because because I've audio booked it Mm. and his name changes sorry it's still Dandelion but in the first book they pronounce it Dandelion, and in the second second short story book, they pronounce it Dandelion. And I'm oh, like, which wow. is it? Because I <laughs> He's just not a assumed. Clown. <laughs> but the thing is, though, apparently in Polish, Jaskia is actually it means oh, flower. It means flower. Yeah, so I that read, when it I was translated, too. they just in the English books, no one picked it up. So I've that's why, in case anyone was wondering what was going on with it, wasn't actually Jaskia works. No, Dandelion, I could just cope with. Yeah, Dandelion. <laughs> was like no. no that makes him sound like a cow yeah but i do find it it's it's interesting because i you know he's a bit of comic relief in the show yeah in the actual short stories he's very well known he yeah. is considered like one of the like most esteemed troubadours in the yeah, land he's a bit awkward in the land. and kind of um, and, and they do make the out show. they do sort of show that because the timeline changes, you kind of understand it after a while, but you realise at the beginning he was just starting out and he made his money off. Of <laughs> Sorry, about yeah. The, yeah, yeah, Geralt of Rivia. Mm, it's yeah. interesting. I, I love also that what I enjoyed um, after when reading the book, like I've only read the first short story collection now, but um, the, the language, even though obviously it probably was a lot better um, sort of in Polish, but in the translation even, it's just really funny. Like there is a lot of it. There's, oh, there's some there great one-liners in there and I wasn't expecting that. Like I, I expected it to be more of just a high fantasy kind of adventure, whatever, but it is, it's very funny. Yeah, just I, I agree, but I feel like, and this is why I'm interested, like I felt the Blood of Elves was definitely written first and it is a bit okay, more formulaic. So a bit weaker. That's why I was surprised when you were like, oh, I think they were done as things because you know i feel like his writing has improved and i think it's really solid by the short stories and yeah, i don't okay. think it's as solid it's, it's a much more trope filled blood of elves like you know women well, are a bit wrote, maybe he was better at the short story format before and then maybe his and first long form one it was, was a bit bigger. we haven't actually mentioned the author's name at all i just realized because i don't know how to pronounce it <laughs> andre uh, andre Sapowski? Does that sound right to you? Anyway, go and look it up in the notes if you worry because it's a Polish name and I'm really sorry, but I'm not sure how to pronounce it properly. We've probably butchered it. We've probably butchered it. Um, I do feel like, yeah, that that Blood of Elves does have a bit of, you know, you kind of get the impression women are considered a bit inferior and, you know, Ciri's a girl but that's a real problem and, you know... Well, you, you don't get that impression from the TV show at all. It's like no, but you don't in the, the short queen stories. Like and those one ones, of the strongest. But you don't get that impression it. from the short stories either. Like okay, that's what yeah, I mean. Like yeah, you're right. not yep. falling on those tropes in those. But he does fall a little bit on it. But I mean, the whole Witcher, like being a Witcher, is a very manly thing, yeah. of which they're a dying breed. Yeah, Siri is different. I don't know. Anyway. You'll well, have I'm to read looking the book forward to reading. Want to say too no, much no, because, I'm looking yeah. forward to reading more of it. I bought the first few because I had some money to spend at the shop, yeah. <laughs> and I went, I'll just take those because you can't get them in the library at the moment because everybody Everybody's wants to read them. them. But all the bookstores do have them because they're yeah. all of a sudden really popular. This is the best thing yeah. I think about when books get turned into movies. Yeah, it everyone gets suddenly wants to read, read them, them. Yeah, it's and good. get ahead. And these books are much more easy to read than a game of thrones um tomb these are smaller (laughs) well um the second um 
like series of the TV show was in production, but it's been stopped because of the virus. Oh, so so who knows um, when that's going to be finished, but that's cool. We'll wait. Mm-hmm. It'll give me an opportunity to read the first few books and <laughs> I'll <Yep>. be ready. <laughs> I think I'll be, I think I'll have finished. My guess is I'll have finished the books before the next season's out. Maybe. Well, it was never going to come out before the end of next year again, right? The end of this no, year. Maybe. They can never get them out that quickly. And Netflix never has the standard time frames that other yeah. TV shows yeah, do. Right. So I figured I would definitely be finished before. The other TV show that's been just a random segue is mm. that um, that's been in production, I don't know if they're finished, is the second series of Mandalorian. Oh, I never watched the first one. We haven't got oh, Disney. Haven't we didn't get Disney Plus. Oh, you We've got Stan and Netflix. Oh, no, not, but you're not a Star, I'm not a Star Wars, Wars fan. fan. Okay, I'm sorry, right, I can't get not. into it. But Mark is very keen once we finish watching the few things that we've been watching on Stan yeah. to ask Stan to get the Disney Plus so that he can watch The Mandalorian. I mean, at first he when we were watching it. it, it was like, where is this going? Like it didn't, there was mm-hmm. no overarching story. Mm-hmm. It was just mm-hmm. them doing stuff on yep. the screen. But then as it went on, it was like, oh, okay, this is getting more interesting. And just the actual baby Yoda is just the yep. cutest thing ever. And you're in love by the end of it. So, okay. you know, what I did, good. what I did watch on Netflix was Lock and Key, which is a oh, yeah. um, graphic novel series yep, yep. Um, by, is it Joe Hildebrand? Joe, it's Stephen, sure. Stephen King's son, but he didn't take, oh, okay. no, didn't didn't take the same last name. He um, he changed his name so it's not based on Stephen King's name. He wanted yeah, to make okay. it on yep. his own. He also wrote Horns, which we read ages ago. Yeah, okay. Um, but, yeah, it's based on a horror graphic novel. I really liked it. It gets a bit floppy reviews because they tried to – Joe Hill, that's the name. Oh, yeah. Joe Hill. So it's meant to be quite scary as a series of comics and they wanted to sort of YA it, middle grade it down, but they still wanted to keep some horror elements. So, look, I thought it was good, but I can see what people are saying. They kind of tried to tailor it for sort of, you know, 10, 12-year-olds to maybe young adults, but then they left some stuff in that was actually a bit scary, so it's not really that appropriate for younger kids okay. so it's kind of it's got a lot of middle gradey type high school drama with also okay. some really terrifying elements but the actual concepts and it looks beautiful mm. I, I really enjoyed it i don't know i think it's worth it for 10 episodes i thought it was really worth watching i enjoyed it okay yeah yeah and the house looks awesome and the concept is such a great concept with these magical keys that whisper to the family member like you know the lock family members so it's very much worth watching okay Okay? but it ends with this quite big cliffhanger and now i'm like oh no they better make a second one Mm. the house looks amazing though the lock manor house is just awesome looking yeah i'll have to try and so 10 episodes that's all it is caitlin um started watching it it was quite into it but then she's gotten completely hooked on friends oh i know completely hooked (laughs) on friends so she ditched it anyway okay i think you'd find that yeah matthew could watch it probably a bit much for the evies and maddies yeah yeah so there's another bookish to well the only other thing i've been watching is um is the final season of Supernatural, which has been on and off and on and off and off and on because um, we had a big break over mm. New Year kind of time and then it's just come back and now the 
final couple of episodes have to stop filming because yep. there have been, um, you know, every all of the network TV has just stopped production Basically. at all. Yeah. So this is the final season mm-hmm. and it this is like the last kind of 10 episodes or even less than that, like eight episodes left. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, we're only going to get another sort of five or six of them on TV and then we'll have to wait until who knows when to get the oh, last few yeah. episodes. <laughs> Hopefully like, ah. this virus, you know doesn't keep completely i don't know destroying everything no no let's, <laughs> Look, okay, play, let's people be like about people it. like netflix must be doing brilliantly well yeah but it's just new stuff mm. that's being held up at that the is being held up um the other thing that i thought i would mention i haven't watched it yet is but downton abbey's julian fellows made a movie called from time to time which is apparently based on a really big classic british children's novel okay so the children's novel was the chimney of green no written in the late 50s and it's got a very um narnia-esque type vibe about it yeah um, where a young boy goes to live with his grandmother in a manor house in the countryside yeah, type as thing. You do, yeah. do you know what I mean? But I don't know much more about it, but I think they have adventures and I think the house has secrets and it's like going into the future or past or something like that. Cool. Apparently it's really good. I've put it in my watch list because I love Downton Abbey and it's got like, you know, Maggie Smith in it and things like that. So oh. I'm hoping it's good. Every British movie has the same mm. actors. <laughs> the funny thing is apparently that the BBC in like the 80s made it as a Christmas special, but then oh. something happened and they lost the tape so it never got watched ever again. Oh. So people watched Weird. it on TV once and they never got to see it again. But, right. yeah. And this isn't brand new, but it's only just made it onto, onto um, on Netflix. Netflix. So now people are hearing about it. Oh, there you go. I know. So I don't know. I haven't watched it. I can't think of anything else that's really coming out at the moment that's book-related that's been adapted. Can you? There was the um, All the Bright Places movie. Oh, Did that come out already? No, it has, but I, I didn't watch I didn't it. See I didn't it I, I've seen it. On, I've seen it show up in Netflix. I'm positive. Oh, I've well, seen it come up. Let if, me see. If, Maybe I haven't. Maybe I'm just thinking. No, I no, have... it's only just come out of the movies, I thought, oh. like recently. But I no, here it is on Netflix, All the Bright Places. Oh, okay. I didn't realise it was... I thought it was coming out in the cinema, but obviously not. Unless it's already been out and we're just really behind. Yeah, no, maybe, maybe it came out. straight to Netflix. Yeah, maybe. Because um, anyway. to all the boys I loved before, whatever it is, the part two came out too on Netflix. Yeah, but, okay. I mean, we're not really into... That's like proper They're YA, very. Like it's very much YA contemporary. It's yeah. your classic YA contemporary, which isn't really our thing, is it? No. No. But anyway, mm. um, <laughs> well, if you've seen that um, movie, let us know what you thought of it because mm-hmm. I'll watch it if it's good. I will, well, I will watch it at some point, probably when I get stuck in um, – When we're stuck, stuck in isolation in isolation with the children because <laughs> it is aimed at children, that one. So okay. I'm kind of like, oh, God, when we're completely stuck. Did I – look, fun. I haven't seen you in ages. Do you know what we got Caitlin completely into? What old classics do you remember flight of the navigator yeah i thought was the best thing ever anyway convinced her to watch it yep 
she thought it was the best thing ever. She <laughs> hammered and hammered at after school care because they put on a movie on a Friday afternoon that yeah. they should watch it. And anyway, it got put on and all these kids are like, what's this old movie? <laughs> <laughs> she goes, none of them understood how good it was. Oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's a bit sad. There's nothing worse than being really excited about yeah. something and then nobody being interested. Yeah, that's right. Well, I, I introduced um, the kids to um, Totoro. Oh, did yes, because that's that now yet? on Netflix. See, we've no, had all of those for ages. Or did I? I think ha- you yeah, must, you I, might have I given think us I've a... given you copies of those, yeah. But um, we watched we've it. we all of those, yeah. Uh, and it's they they both, like, sort time. of watched it and went, what? This is so creepy. Like, the why is everything bus. in the show creepy? But they loved it, and now Evie watches it all the time. Oh, so. well, she'll have to try The Cat Returns. Maddie got um, really hooked on The Cat Returns. That's another quite kitty one. And Kiki's delivery service is beautiful too. Well, I'm trying to convince them to watch Howl's Moving Castle, which I've never seen before, but but I, I want to watch it. It's not considered one of the better ones. Did you read the okay. book though? No, I okay, haven't okay. even okay. read the book. All right. Look, I quite like it. I quite like it, but um, it's not considered one of the strong Studio Ghibli's. Yeah. Um, Kiki's delivery service is great. Okay. It's well, worth it. And um, it. like, there's another one based on. Well, they're all based on actually British books generally, a lot mm. of these storylines. But um, oh, what was the other one? I'll have to remember what the name of it is, but they've got the little people, the little people. The Borrowers? Oh, to... <laughs> it's based on The Borrowers, but I can't remember what the actual Studio Ghibli oh. movie is called. No, I don't know. Um, so what well, you need to watch Spirited Away not with the children. That is not a children appropriate so much first. Okay. That's quite terrifying because at the beginning the parents you get they, they stop and then the parents turn into these pigs and it's scared Caitlin like that is so tomorrow. But Spirited <laughs> okay. Away is considered their best. Their okay. best All ever right. movie. Okay. The Secret World of Arietti. That's what that's oh, what okay. it's, but it's based on the borrowers. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But there's lots of good ones, but the cat returns is a good one for the kids. And it's got cats that talk and walk, like bipedal cool. humans type thing. <laughs> right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I need to make a list of all the good There's kids' so TV. good ones. Mm. Anyway, let's go back to books, okay. shall we? Okay. What were we um, up to? So we, we're both, like you finished reading, We like the new Sarah J Maas book came out yes. just a few weeks ago. I think and a couple of weeks ago. You, I could be wrong. You already read it. Did you listen to it on audio or did you actually yes, read it? No, okay. I listened to the audio book. And I'm about very, very small amount of chapters into it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so we, we can't, can't talk, talk about too it too much. much about it. Okay. I'm not spoiling it. But I, but I um, we were saying earlier that it, it's an adult book officially yep. like mm-hmm. it's being marketed as her adult series yes so this is crescent city series but the first book is called house of earth and blood right? mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's like 800 pages long yep um and i don't know why that book had that name to be completely frank after finishing the oh, book okay because yeah aren't they the, there's the different houses, houses for different yes. yeah yeah okay i can't remember but neither of the main <laughs> characters are in the house of earth and blood Right, okay. So I'm really interested as to why it was called that. Look, it doesn't really matter. She'll probably just name each book a different. But, yeah. you know, I guess Danica was from the House of Earth and Blood. 
yeah, I rated it a four. I won't give too much information. I rated it a four. To be frank, they could have marketed it as YA and taken the two slightly risque scenes out. The slightly risque scenes were her best. Okay. She's trying to drag it out like she did with the House of Court of Thorn and Roses. Yeah. But that worked well. Do you know what I mean? And you knew it was yeah. being dragged out partly because that was kind of a YA series. So technically that wasn't sold as a YA series no, beginning either, but it, it kind be. of has become a YA series. I bet you it's on the YA shelves. I could be wrong. This, I don't know. There's some crass language in it. It's not really necessary. I don't know. I quite like it. I don't I don't mind. I'm I'm totally fine with swearing in books if it's in context. But, but I just um, felt it was a bit put on because she really is deep down a bit more of a good girl. I don't know. <laughs> There was some there were some things about it that it's not a five star read. I didn't think okay. it was a five star read, but it was an easy read. Mm, okay. Um, and the beginning dragged. Yeah, I did feel that as well. Like I've read up to the first part where things start going wrong, and um, I felt the beginning there was too much setup. Like everything went yeah. well for a few chapters, and there was a lot of world building and kind of info it dump is, at the it beginning. It is necessary though, because yeah, no, then it goes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, when you've got a, a big sort of fantasy world to set up, then you you need that. But um, it did go on for a little longer than I, I would, would have, have liked. preferred it if I enjoyed the characters, but I didn't oh. enjoy the, them as characters. Okay, I prefer Bryce after she goes through the shock events, how she comes out. Okay. The slightly broken, I don't know. <laughs> but maybe it's because I'm used to Sarah J Maas' characters being fairly broken right at the beginning. Well, yeah. in this case, you didn't have a broken character and then she breaks. Do you know? I don't know. Well, I don't know. There's still some huge reveals of which I kind of could see. I didn't know what was going to happen, but I know her writing well enough that I was like, no, nah, there's no way this is going to be the case. Something's <laughs> been hidden or something's going to magically come out that, you yeah, know. Okay. I don't know. Well, in that, it's funny because the first um, Court of Thorns and Roses book, I didn't like no, you it didn't. at all. And I really and, liked it. <laughs> yeah, and it was only in the second book that I actually liked oh. that series at all. And the second book was way better. Than yeah, the first. yeah. And the characters were great. The, yeah. the characters in the first book were awful. Um, so I'm hoping, like, if maybe it, this, she's just get, finding her feet in a new kind of much bigger world than she's written in before. Although the um, Throne I'm of, assuming Throne this of is Glass World was trilogy. pretty huge. Yeah, but... this will be more than a trilogy, surely. I feel like it's being set up to be bigger than a trilogy. Yeah. There are so yeah. many factions, so many factions. And what I couldn't get at the end, oh, sorry, what I got irritated with is they did it. It wasn't made clear from that beginning. Like, you know, humans are seen as inferior. That's made pretty clear, yeah. I thought, from day dot. Yeah, because there's immortals that are on a higher kind of plane like so it's yeah, sort of but it's there's all got... these different levels of immortals but then i yeah. didn't i didn't understand like why are some of them ranked higher than others how do they relate to the other world that they talk about and there's yeah. battles going on and there's pangea and i'm assuming that's going to come more into it so this is sort of based on um Norse mythology, Is right? Because you've got Midgard and the well, Vanir are, are definitely Norse gods. Oh, see, I hadn't picked that up okay. at and all. And hell with one L is the, the Norse hell. Like it's the okay, same concept okay. but it's Norse. Well, it's the most piss poor redo of Norse mythology because <laughs> I would normally pick it up and I didn't pick it up. Okay. And I don't know if it's because I was I audio listening to it. It's definitely It's got the nine like levels that. of hell definitely okay. in it. 
Is that Norse, the nine levels? I think so. I think they've got a nine level. I don't know. I don't Maybe know. it's just I sort of a mixture of different Picked a bit things, of everything. Yeah. But humans are definitely the bottom of the food chain. There are some reveals a bit with that, but not really. I'm assuming more will be brought into with that. Mm-hmm. I hope uh, You were more, disappointed actual... as a Sarah J Maas fan, were you? <laughs> Well, look, part of me also just thinks I've read enough of her stuff now. It's hard to not get an idea of where this is going. And, look, she did the ending of it brilliantly. She does the actual action all coming together, reveals. She picked that all up well. But that was like the last quarter of the book. The first quarter I wasn't a huge fan of. I didn't like Bryce. I found her just quite unethical and I didn't particularly like her. Very shallow, fine. You can be a shallow person and still be a good person, but she did things that I felt were morally quite irritating. <laughs> and then the middle section of the book, it was very slow and not very much happened. Oh, that's a shame. It was easy to read and I didn't mind reading it, but, you know, it could have been condensed a little bit because okay. I kept thinking, oh, maybe it's nearly over. Maybe it's nearly over. And then at the end bit, I was like, holy moly, there is so much happening here and it doesn't end. Yeah, look, it's worth reading for the end. The end was good. Okay. But there's still so many bits that she's plucked in there that I'm sure will become bigger things in future books. She seeded it. Yes. That's good. That's what you want from an epic fantasy author. (laughs) extra things that you read and you go i don't know why this is here but no it's interesting (laughs) no and it is interesting because it's funny i didn't pick up on that now i'm like maybe if i'd read it and seen the spellings of things i would have got it because i didn't pick that up you know i got that midgard was i was like oh but has she just chosen to use that because i've never heard of pangaea as another world but maybe that is a maybe that that sounds a bit greek world maybe maybe there's the greek mythology in yeah, well, it just does sound a bit Greek, doesn't it? See, this is what I mean. Has she just, has she just picked bits and pieces from all over the place? Look at that. Pangaea was a supercontinent. Oh yeah, yeah. So, is that where she's picked it from? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who, knows? Who knows? Well, I'm going to read that one. I'll finish reading that next. And oh no, there we go. Pangaea Viking. Maybe there was something from mythology there. And the nine realms, so maybe the nine things of hell that they've talked about in that relate to the nine realms of Asgard or whatever it is. I don't know. Anyway, it's not as on point as the Rick Riordan, Magnus (laughs) Chase, Norse mythology. I'm just going to put it out there. If I need to know more about that, I'll just ask my son because he's obsessed with Rick Riordan. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's a good good obsession. I think he's got good tastes. Good, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah, so the problem with the, the launch of the of her new series is that um, all of her launch events got cancelled. So I was originally going to ask my friend who lives in Nashville yeah. to go to the um, launch there yeah. and get her to sign a copy for me and then oh, I was going to get drags. it when I went to the, the US. Yes. Um, but now I'm not going oh, and it wasn't on. Hold. And <laughs> So, no, I went and bought a copy instead. <sighs> Never mind. I just got the audio book because then I could get it right then and there when I realised, oh, it's out. Yeah. Speaking of audio books, mm. I have finally, I started running again, which is a whole other story. But anyway, oh, you're so good. I've been listening to, finally, um, Twice Magic with um, oh, Christina David Cow. Tennant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, David Tennant is narrating it. Mm-hmm. And, oh, it's so good. I haven't I read it. the third one. I've only got no, the first no. two, but I did them as audio books. They're great audio books. Yeah. Ones. 
Yeah, I love he does how he a good does job. different accents. And, and like... I, just, I just love the spoon and the magical spoon. He, and the magi- even it's a magical spoon and magical keys. Yeah, there's a key. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I don't know how far I'll through I am, but op- op- I've been listening to it while I'm I've been running. I'm just reserving the third one now because <laughs> it is out, but it's not available till mid-May. It's And I love the way that um, she kind of weaves in these adult sort of themes in not, – not, Adult, but, but she you doesn't know, do it in an adult manner. No, 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 it's like big concepts, but in a kind of accessible way for, for young readers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, and David Tennant even sings in it. Yeah, <laughs> I, know, like, I know, wow. I know, I <laughs> know. <laughs> and often when non-singers like sing like that in books or whatever, I get you get really bad secondhand embarrassment. You're like, oh, I can't yeah. know if I want to listen to this. But he was fine. <laughs> it was good. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I'm really enjoying that while I'm running around the neighbourhood. Oh, in the early morning. That's good. I couldn't get my kids into that. I tried. Yeah, well, I tried. You'll to have get to Matthew do the to Magic Misfits then. Oh, interested. he might do the Magic Misfits as a book because that's the okay. Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, yeah. There, that's that's the the three of them are out now. I don't know. Oh, I thought that was quite a good, quite a good little it. series. I don't yeah. know, but it's got a bit of wittiness about it, like Rick Riordan does. Yep. Okay. It's the only, actually Rick Riordan's funny. It's the only books I've ever seen Matthew read where he actually laughed out loud while he was oh, reading. I laughed out <laughs> so loud wild. when I read some of them. He, he likes the snark. Yeah, he likes yeah. the snark. Very good. That's not bad. Um, oh, I think there's a whole. You, you're a part of the Your Kids Next Read. Yeah. Facebook group. I'm sure Megan Daly has done up when your kid is out of Harry Potter and Rick Riordan, what do you read next? Yeah. I'm positive. <laughs> but when he finishes them, because he's not got many left, right? No. Well, I'm trying <laughs> to convince him to read Harry Potter, but for some reason he's reluctant to do that. I don't know why. Well, maybe but, you um, can show him what to do. Well, Harry Potter doesn't have that same sarcasm. No, Bible no, yet. no. It's a bit so more So he might want something a bit more upbeat. Fantasy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, There's got to be something like that in this series. Did he like How to Train Your Dragon? No, he wasn't really into that. I, I couldn't get think. the girls into How to Train Your Dragon. Either. No, Not even the movie. I, tra- I showed I really him. Did. I loved it. Yeah, well, no, Evie loves um, How to Train Your Dragon movies. Okay. The um, girls were a fan. And Matthew wasn't really into it, but I love the How to Train Your Dragon movies. I so, do too. Yeah, I'll happily watch them over um, and over. I've realised and I've just having to accept it that my children are not i don't think fantasy fans yeah, I'm, I'm keep trying because to push them towards it but my youngest is very into slightly crass like she likes the treehouse novels oh, she yeah, loves okay. the very bad book which is again by andy griffith and that's like <laughs> just to me crass crude humor yep but she finds Six-year-olds it love that hilarious <laughs> She finds it hilarious. The Treehouse book she's gotten really into because they went and saw the play at school. Oh, yeah. Thankfully okay. before quarantine. Yes. Um, yeah, so she's very into that. And then, yeah, Caitlin is very into the sort of the graphic novels but based on life, sisters and, you know. Yeah, okay. And then she's she was hounding me for a copy of this book that the librarian had read them the blurb of and it keeps being borrowed out at the library. I got it I got it as an e-book called The Boy Who Lied and it's like a telling of a – it's sort of a boy who cried wolf storyline but the younger brother okay. goes missing. And I'm reading it to her but I'm just like – I think I have to accept that my children just might be a bit contemporary focused, which makes me a bit sad because yeah. there's so much great fantasy yeah, for the age group. I have so a lot much. of fantasy middle grade ready books to go on for my them. shelves. Exactly. But, but 
yeah, he's not really into reading. I tried to get... I feel the same way. Matthew didn't have anything to read a couple of weeks ago and I tried, I almost got him to read... Um, the Dark is Rising. But, and I said to him, look. Gosh, that might be I, a bit too much. The, no, no, but look, when I was maybe 10-ish, maybe 10-ish. around that yeah, time, I, I read I it 10, and 11. I was fascinated by it and loved it. But do you know why I reread it? I was a bit... The first uh, one, I only reread the first one. I'm oh, like, no, the first oh, one this was, is, a bit of a was always book. a bit... Was yeah. it? Okay, because yeah. I was like, oh, gosh. I already had I the Eden read... Blyton books screwed over for me when I read them to Caitlin <laughs> yes. and now I'm devastated. Mm. Well, in the end he decided not to read it and I was like, oh. <laughs> anyway, there's a lot I of know. Books. I know. That's how I feel too. I'm like the more I push something on them, the less likely they're probably going to. <laughs> Has he read the Apollo ones? That's I read the first Apollo one. Trials of Apollo. Yeah. Yes, so he's yes, already he's done that. Those. So he's just yep. got the Cain Chronicles to go and he's done. Is that what you basically tell me? Yeah, he's read yeah, them yeah. all. We got all of them Whoa. from the library and he went through them very quickly. Yep, yep. He took okay. them to school with him and read them at school and he, he brought them hooked. home and read them for hours at night. And then he'd walk out of his bedroom at like 10.30 at night. Oh, after not being and asleep I'd be like, when he thought doing? you were asleep. Yeah. He's like, oh, I just needed to finish this book. And I'm like, well, I can't complain about that because I have done that all of my life. I know. <laughs> but I'm I like, know. you do have to get up for school in, you know, a few hours. So you might like to go to bed now. Oh, dear. Anyway, it's bless. tough, isn't it? Um, we got really off topic, and I can't think. So, are we talking about what you read now? Because we both book. read some Witcher. I know we've both, right? we both read pretty much the same okay. things. Okay, well, end. that's good. Um, the other book that I just got a copy of recently that I'm going to read—I've already started reading it, but I'll finish it—is *The Republic of Birds* by Jessica Miller, who is a an author from Brisbane. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful um, color too. It is, cover, it's, sorry. It's it's a pretty cover with shiny silver on it, and. Um, birds it's um like a russian folklore type thing with baba yagas and okay okay um, there's like a this fantasy world is split up in this is middle grade it is middle middle grade grade, yeah um split up into a sardom like with a t at the start and republic of birds is the area that's been separated by Mm -hmm. some mountains where all the birds live okay they um i haven't read much of it yet but it's like I, the last Jessica Miller's first book was called Elizabeth and Zenobia. It's meant to be called. excellent. It was great. I read it a few years ago and I really loved it too. Yep. It was kind of creepy, kind of dark yep. book. But this one seems to be like a really interesting, kind of quirky mm-hmm. fantasy. So mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to getting into that. And um, yeah, well, my, I think she was going to have a launch recently, but I'm not sure if it got cancelled or whatever. But my dad go. read it because... Oh, um, he actually read it? Yes, because I, I wrote and said that you had read it because he'd been telling me about it yeah. just by accident and he thought it was very good, which mm. for him is actually quite good yes, praise. he's all about the He's a bit snobby, he? yes, okay. yes, yes, exactly. So <laughs> I thought that was quite high praise. Yeah, well, it um, seems good so far. Um it's got a blurb from Isabel Carmody mm. on the front of it, yeah, so that's that's always a good <laughs> plus. Good. Now, when's the next Aurora Rising book coming out? Because I feel oh, I know shortly, that's coming out, but think. is it July or May? I can't tell if they've put the date. Oh. They put the date, and I'm like, that could be either like the fifth of July or it could be like the seventh of May. Because I don't know if they're targeting this post oh. to the US audience. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I think it's soon because because Jay you... Christoph's been tweeting okay, about so it. Okay, so maybe a lot. it's May because I had to admit I borrowed your. Um, the first one. Yeah, because you got it as a early reader and I was hooked. Yep. 
So I'm looking forward to that. And so we, because we've been out of touch, is this the one that's about to come out is the second have, one? Yes. Did or you, you ever read? One? No, it's the second one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I read the first you one. You did yeah. read the first yeah, one. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. Now, what I don't know is had we recorded, had I read The Style of Sea when we had recorded last? No, I don't, I don't think so. Okay, all right. Because that was I, amazing. Was it okay? I loved I, it. Who was someone else I was talking to it's about it? Very didn't slow. Like it. It's very slow. <laughs> it might have been I don't Jean. think Jean liked it. Yeah, no, I don't know. Been... I thought it was amazing. Okay, that's it's good. It's very much like an onion that's peeling the layers. And at the end, I was like, I'm not 100% sure I know what's going on. But I really enjoyed every second. I did that as an audio book as well, though okay. I own the book too. So this is Erin Morgenstern, which is the yes, which is Night, Night Circus. circus I thought this yes. was better okay. written. I thought oh, really? the premise was really good. It was very different to what I expected. Yeah. But I really enjoyed it. And I'm not really 100% sure of what was happening in the end, but I kind <laughs> of enjoyed that aspect of it. Do you know what I mean? Okay. It's not – it's very much like a kind of a magical – realism in the fact that you don't know does this exist is this some in somebody's head is this somebody's mm. i don't know i loved it i thought it was very intriguing okay well i got a copy of that i gave it Christmas, five stars which was such a long time ago now but i, I would really like to read it at some it's point worth it <laughs> and the other book that i read right at the end of last year that i absolutely loved and i was not expecting to love and i just got it on a throwaway was the ninth house by lee bardugo oh, oh my yeah. god that was awesome it was a really easy read it was worth it if you're looking for just a page turner thriller um and it's on like all the secret societies at colleges in america type the yale secret societies but it's got like this darker demonic type aspect of these secret societies but the secret societies are actually all not that secret societies at yale and she was part of one of them like lee badugo was part of one of them and so it's not actually that secret but she's talking about all these really bizarre buildings around yale that you know Mm. that she decided to base this book on but it was great fun i really enjoyed it so it's it's, it's like worth an adult it. book as well, isn't it? Yes, it's not yes, really I meant think to so. Be yes, it's it's very dark. Yeah, it's still got YA age characters though. Oh, okay. I thoroughly worth think it's worth reading for just something that's a bit fun. Like yep. it's less fantasy. It's more paranormal. Yeah, type okay. thing. Yeah, but it's quite like supernatural. Like, do you know what I mean? It's got yep. that same vibe about it's realism it. in the real world, but yeah, but the real world's got a whole things. yeah, the real world's got a whole layer of stuff that the average person doesn't know about. Yes, awesome. yeah, love it. Oh, yeah, it's I've definitely been, worth I've, it. I think I read around. them both around Christmas time. Right. Okay. I'll be meaning to um, get a hold of that one. Mm. Yeah. See, I did a bit of reading between Christmas and New Year's because while mm. I was working. I also was home alone because Mark took the kids down to visit Grandma. All right, okay. So I got so to have a bit of time. Life as a twenty-year-old <laughs> does. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I was on nights, but still, you know, when you don't have to go get kids or deal yeah, with that, you just cook for yourself. It's not so bad. Mm. <laughs> well, okay. We've got a bit of a list there that uh-huh. <laughs> we've finally talked about. We've rambled. I have no idea what's coming up. I feel very out of the No, loop. I don't either. But um, I'm, we've uh, both got a lot of books to catch up on anyway. We've oh, got big yeah. piles to do that. So maybe if, if nothing else, this time of enforced, um, you know, non-social time will give everyone a chance to catch up Except on their to-be-read pile. I don't get to quarantine regardless of what happens. Yeah, unless, yeah. unless I actually get COVID, <laughs> I am at work regardless. Yeah. 
Well, good on you for being a health person and, you know, health worker and putting yourself out there (laughs) for the pregnant people. Someone has to do it. Uh, Hopefully there aren't too many. Okay. Well, um, we're not sure when our next episode will be out because we don't know, like, this situation's kind of changing so rapidly, but um, (laughs) we'll we'll do our best not to make it another five months. Um, (laughs) We'll see how we go. But um, in the meantime, if you'd like to send us feedback or suggestions or tell us what you thought of any of the books that we read, or you can have a rave about The Witcher. We didn't actually say anything about how awesome Henry Cavill looks in top leather pants. Um, He was Please tell us. Um, (laughs) You can email us, contact at teaintheetreetops.com, or you can tweet us at teatreetops, or you can find us on Instagram at teatreetops, or... Yeah, don't even Annie look dot yeah, tree go, tops. To, go to your one because mine has absolutely no book-related things in and it for like the last 12 months. And I know that we, ha- on Instagram. we yeah. haven't actually written any reviews on teaonthetreetops.com for appalling. a really long time, but um, I'm really hoping to get back into doing that soon when I start reading some books again. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we hope you, that you're all staying healthy and safe and thank you very much for listening. Okay, bye. Bye.